Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Okay, we are rolling. Shaq, hey, great to have you back at the show. Thanks, man. Now, as always, I'd like to start out with a question just for you, Shaq. Shaq, um, how close were you to pooping your pants last weekend? Hmm, not close at all, because I've never, ever done that in my life or ever come close. You've never come close to pooping your pants ever? Never. Ever? Never. never. No, not, man. not even last week. Well, why would last week? When you sent me that, when you sent me that text where like I can't go on stage, I've got bad diarrhea. Hmm. Don't recall any of that. Well, I do. Well, everybody, check us out at Six Unseemly on all social media at unseemlyquestions.com. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Vic Vernado. This is my sidekick, Shaq Stanley. What's up, man? What is up, Shaq? How are you? How are you? Phenomenal. All right, Shaq. Uh, we've got a great contestant on the show today. Everybody, put your hands together for Ariel Elias. Yay! Hey. Welcome to the show. Did I say hey. your last name right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Welcome to the show. Uh, we've got, also got a wonderful, wonderful studio audience on the show today. Please put your hands together for Mike Eaton and Vanetta Schofield. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, studio Woo! audience. Wonderful that you're here. Uh, so, Ariel, I'm going to tell you how the show works, and then we're going to get started. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I'll ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I'll not ring a bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show, we'll decide whether or not it's worth giving you five whole dollars. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so nervous. Don't be nervous. It is. Oh, I actually, you know what? You can be nervous if you want to, but I su- yeah. my suggestion is that you don't be nervous. I'm not going to tell know. you for sure. The stakes are really high. And... Nah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, they might be high. I mean, from a certain perspective. <laughs> All right. So here, let's get started. Ready? Question number one. Are you lowercase or uppercase? Lowercase. You're lowercase. What makes Definitely you, lowercase. what brings you to that decision? Uh, you know, I don't like to stand out. I don't like to start anything. I'm really mad I'm going first. Uh, I, I, I like to be, I like to just sort of blend in the middle and, and be, a little, be a little chill and be a little like a uh, supporting character most of the time. Okay. And then, and you don't like to be, a, you know, this, this is actually interesting because I am a person, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of social anxiety, like a ton. And then mm-hmm. people are surprised that I'm a comedian when they hear that. And you yourself are a comedian who I'm, who I think that people would be surprised to hear that about you. Yeah. But when you're, when you're on stage, you have full control and you're not actually supposed to like yeah. actively listen to anybody. Um, so it, it feels, which feels like a very like lowercase move. Um, yeah. 
Uh, uppercase, I don't know. Uppercase, I it makes me think of like pointiness. Uh-huh. And I don't think I'm pointy. I think I'm like curvy, <laughs> like smooth. Curvy, like a lowercase k. Yeah, exactly. Like a, I don't know, just like like more circles. All right, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna give that uh, question a bell. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because it it felt like a true and a little bit vulnerable. Good answer, I would say. Thank you. Uh, now it's time for question number two. But before we do that, will you tell people out there what you do? What I like. Yeah, this is a part of the game show where like, you say what you do. Oh, I'm a comedian. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a stand-up comedian. Yes, I've seen you. You've, you're funny. Thanks, Victor. Very funny. You're welcome. So are you, so are you guys. You guys are both very funny. All right. Well, uh, now that we're all done massaging each other, <laughs> let's move on to question number two. Question number two. How frightening was the beer incident? Oh, the beer incident was... It was quite frightening. It was frightening to the point where I didn't realize at the moment how scary it actually was until I um, watched it back later. I had so much adrenaline and then the next day I still had all the adrenaline and then I had the greatest workout of my life um, <laughs> because I just had, but it was, it was very, it was genuinely very scary. Um, well, yeah, I, it looked scary and it looked scary and I was surprised you you kept your composure but knowing that but knowing like how adrenaline affects you I, I i guess i get that yeah adrenaline slows everything down for you a little bit but it's also like what else was i gonna do you know like i'm not gonna throw it back because i like i'm just very weak and then everybody can see how terrible of an arm i have so like <laughs> there's no other i can't like get into a fight with with like south jersey bros who like go to the beach you know, like I just can't, I can't compete with that. But I, I can want, drink. <laughs> I just want to say I can't believe you drank that beer because that guy's probably disgusting, right? I think. Well, I've, I'm pretty sure it was unopened because that place is BYOB, oh. so they had like a case of 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 beer with them. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. So I think it's. Can I just say I'm excited to be in the studio audience of the beer comedian because you're a celebrity in my household. So <laughs> this is this is also why I like Zoom now because uh, nobody can throw anything at you. <laughs> that is true. Lucky us. All right. Well, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say no bell on that question. I'll tell you why. Okay. Tell me why. Uh, because I felt like it started off strong, but then we kind of meandered <laughs> as a group, and so no bell. Okay. All right, it is now time for question number three. Question number three. What is the worst thing you've tasted? Oh, the worst thing I've tasted ever? Uh, you can do whatever range you'd like. Mm. Hmm. Um, I, ate, I ate mealworms once uh, in, in high school. It was one of those like, uh, actually, but those were pretty good. I don't know. I kind of, <laughs> I, I really, I don't have like a discerning palate. So I'll really just like eat anything. Um, one time I did try a dog biscuit and I was disappointed, but 
I've never, I don't think I've ever like tasted anything that's made me like run to the bathroom or like made me gag. Um, I mean, I guess like the joke answer, but that's also true is like someone perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. I, okay, you know, and that's okay. why in my home we have bidets now. First of all, <laughs> I think that is the least surprising thing you just casually mentioned eating. <laughs> uh, dog biscuit was, you know, because I think probably more people have the, more people will, you know, more people will be like, hey, I've had a chance to eat an than people were like, yeah, I ate a dog biscuit. I feel like, I feel like that I hear, I would hear that more. I you know, Look, there are so many dog owners in this country. We all have uh -huh. plenty of opportunities <laughs> to eat a dog biscuit. That's an everyday no, opportunity I'm not, I'm, for many people. No, I'm not saying that they have, don't have the opportunity. I'm trying to say that they probably just don't. No, eat, I'm sure you're the dog right. biscuit. But sometimes, okay, I just got my dog. Her birthday's coming up. So we got her one of those like little doggy cakes. And, and you like, have to be sure. It is tempting. <laughs> I look at it and it's like I know it's not real cake. I know it's not real frosting, but like it looks so good. Yeah, and they do look good. Sometimes you just get peckish. They do look I good. Get it. <laughs> you get high, you see dog food, you're like <laughs> that's frosting. <laughs> yeah, All right. it's like it's like I don't know. I would either I otherwise I have to cook, um, <laughs> so I might just go with the dog biscuit. All right, I'm going to give you a bell on this question. I'll tell you why because of the surprising fact that mealworms taste pretty good. What do they pretty taste good. like? Um, well, I think they were cooked in peanut oil, so they kind of oh. just tasted like oh. like peanuts and worms. Mm. I'm like down for like when climate change makes it so that the only protein we get is insects. I'm like ready for it. I'm in. Yeah, I, I, you are a regular garbage disposal. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. I'll, as I proved with that beer incident, I will drink or eat anything. Yeah, it's not, not so surprising <laughs> <laughs> that you drink the beer. That's the mealworm girl. <laughs> She'll drink anything. Um, all right. It's time for question number four. Question number four. If you could make anything happen, what would it be? Selfishly, I want to say my career. But um, I should probably say something altruistic. Um, I guess like... Uh, Mm, redistribute no that's stupid Wait, I, i'm gonna tell you you don't have to say anything altruistic if you want to fine but you don't have to yeah. there's no rule yeah be real i guess it would be like this is really hard if i can make anything happen like anything anything like anything anything we're talking rick sanchez I don't know who that is, um, but <laughs> I, am a, I am a much bigger nerd than you are. Uh, I guess I anything, anything that I could talk to animals. You would talk to animals? Yeah, not not for them to like do my bidding. I kind of just want to know, like, what's what's going on in the forest? Like, what what are you guys up to? Why would you want to do that, though? Just to... ah, that'd be so cool. But there's no like, cool. there's no like goal beyond more people to talk to. Oh no! I I mean I think the goal is really to have fewer people to talk to, uh, and more animals, and just go with the animals. Um, I don't know. I just think it'd be I think it'd be pretty neat. Also, I do have this thing of like, if 
if like society collapses, I have no real skills to offer. And I feel like I would be like one of the first ones that they would eat when they have to. But if I can talk to animals, then like maybe I can contribute and like nobody else can. Um, then so maybe I do want to be able to control the animals. All right. Okay. I see that. So uh, that is, I would say pretty much, um, is that the same powers as Manimal? That's a really old superhero reference. I don't know who that is, man. Manimal. Too young for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm just, I think I just want to be Eliza Thornberry. I think that's really all it comes down to. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know who uh, Eliza Thornberry. Eliza Thornberries. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, a, a Nickelodeon star. Right. Got it. Okay. Well, I am gonna say no bell on that. <laughs> I, I, could, I could feel that. I could feel that. And, and I'll tell you why because it made me feel really old. So, <laughs> the, uh, also my favorite neighbor is outside uh, honking their horn. <laughs> oh, did England? If just you know win what I mean. Uh, they they just get really uh, they get really upset when I Nobel people so they just okay. <laughs> they're angry so they try to ruin the show. All right, uh, actually, uh, this rolls greatly into the next question, which is question number five. Question number five: Could you be trusted with the power of invisibility? I don't think anybody can be trusted with the power of invisibility. I'm way too much of a voyeur to be given that power. Um, no, I absolutely cannot be. So, okay, you don't think anybody could be stress, trusted with invisibility, including no. yourself? Yeah. I mean, what's like? What's the best thing that you're gonna do with that? With invisibility, like, well, see some shit and not tell anybody. Are you or so you think that nobody can be trusted because you can't think of anything positive to do with in, invisibility or? Is it you just think straight up nobody can be trusted? I just think even if you do some positive stuff, you're also going to watch people have sex. You know what I mean? Like, best case scenario, that's the worst thing you do. Well, and I mean, it's still bad. yeah, I mean, watching people have sex, though, I'm not going to I'm going to say that watching people have sex is obviously a low on the scale of what you can do with invisibility, like low on the the wrong scale. Because right. for instance, like if I was in a hotel and I've been in a hotel where I've seen across the way, like inside somebody's window and seen like people having sex and I did not turn away immediately. And so that is, I w but I also feel like I haven't like, you know, murdered someone. Sure. Also, is this an invisibility where like I have to be naked also in order for it to work? Cause like your clothes still on you I, I i think you should have the upgraded where you can have clothes okay, okay. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> cool i appreciate that <laughs> all right um well so so how about how about anybody else in the studio audience what do you think could you be trusted with invisibility no no i'm going to a bank day one <laughs> yeah i was still a lot yeah, How about you, Vanetta? transfers to stuff I touch, like my clothing. So I'm just grabbing bags of cash. <laughs> I wouldn't steal. I would really only watch people have sex. So <laughs> thank you. That would be the only thing that I did. And that would just be freeing for me. And I would be in a better mood from the comedy or just like, hey, I'm getting sex tips. So, you know, it would be great. I, I would be all right would be wild with the world. <laughs> you know what? Getting sex tips actually makes me want to watch people have sex more because like if somebody's like really, really good at sex, like I would be I would I want to know 
like specific like what's so you know like what could i do better you know i, I think be... i think you're just saying you want to watch porn whoa right? you know good. that They're is good at sex i want to think... watch people who are bad at sex i think it sex. is a mistake to think that people in porn are great at sex but they're like professional sexers. Some of them are, but some of people just have a camera. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> Fair enough. I want to watch people who are like really bad at it. And like, I want to see like real shit. You know? You mean sex-wise or poop? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're really off the rails now. This is not good for the show at all and i just asked one quick question though because we didn't talk about the sex we would be having if we were invisible and yeah. like i would be doing some crazy shit if i was invisible what how <laughs> i couldn't yeah, like you, you, you need to coordinate with people and if they can't well, see no, you i mean i would be oh well okay i'm sorry i didn't mean to divulge this but talk about the masturbation that would occur while the people were having sex because you're invisible oh yeah it just feels a little violating (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay i apologize but i would do that too which is why i know that i shouldn't be trusted with it right yeah we get it if we were invisible but but here's the thing yes that doesn't stop you from making noises right Right. like they could probably hear you masturbating but i can real quiet Okay. All right. All right, everybody. You know what? No bell on this question. Okay. This is everyone's fault. Everyone's fault. (laughs) All right. It is time for question number six. Great. I can't wait. Question number six Do kids like you? Uh, Depends on the age. I think. I think like two to four year olds don't. Okay. Um, or like one to four year olds don't. And then after that, yeah, we're pretty cool. Why do you think one to four year olds don't like they can smell your uh, scent of of whatever your personality is like? I think like I, they know that like I don't really want anything to do with them, so they don't really want anything to do with me ah. at that point. Um, they like kind of scream when I try to hold them. Um, would you rather not hold them or are you trying to hold them? Are you, or are you, are you honestly like, I want to connect with you at this point? Like, you know, I'm a stand up comedian. I want everybody to like me Uh on a pretty fundamental level, but I, yeah, I think, I think once they're, once they're around four, they, they like me. Once they're on four, they like you. Got it. Yeah. All right. And so, but what what is what does a kid describe though to you? Is it a kid one to four or above four? Like, what would you describe more as a kid? Like, if you were saying only one of those was kids, which would you pick? Um, I guess I would pick the ones that like me. <laughs> oh, so you right? pick me. Like... Well, I mean, I would just like for me, like I think of people as babies, but then I think I think I think. I put people in like baby toddler category for many years before I'm like, that's a kid. Oh, for me, it's just like anybody under like 24 is a kid. <laughs> no. All right. That That's uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty old. Yeah. All right. Get it. Brains aren't developed. Okay. I'm going to say this is ends confusing for me. So no <laughs> bell. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, we have asked you all six questions. You've been great. Now it's time to decide whether or not you get five whole dollars. But before we do that, can you tell people out there where to find you? You can find me on every social media thing at Ariel underscore comedy. It's A-R-I-E-L underscore comedy. All right. Ariel underscore comedy. Everybody. All right. So now it's time to decide whether or not you get five dollars. As always, we like to canvas the room. Uh, first of all, what do you think, Shaq? Should Ariel get $5 for her appearance on the show? I'm going to say yes. Uh, she was very genuine and open and vulnerable. Okay. Right. And I respect that. But what about how she snatches worms up off the dirt and sticks them in her mouth? What about I mean, that? it's pretty cool, too. So All right. the total package. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I always like to check. I'll do what Thanks. I can, Jack. I don't know yet. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you think? Should Ariel uh, I, get five dollars for her appearance on the show? I say definitely. I think uh, there was no hesitation on the invisibility question. Okay, it would have been so easy to lie and be like, "No, I'm a good person. I can be trusted." And she's like, "No, I want to watch people. F- I can't." <laughs> <laughs> well. I I think we're all comfortable with the truth about ourselves, which is great. (laughs) Vanetta, what do you think? Should Ariel get $5 for her appearance on the show? She should definitely get $5. I think uh, just the fact that we know that she quietly or she can. um, (laughs) It's a great memory that I'm just going to cherish. Okay, really? I wish I could give her five more dollars if she listens. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. We've heard from Vanetta. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. As uh, always, we all like to loop in our producer. Uh, Rachel, what do you think? Should Ariel get $5 for her appearance on the show? So, like, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit annoyed that somebody else made the Eliza Thornberry reference before I could because I was already thinking it. And that makes me want to say no. But at the same time, we're on the same wavelength. So I'm going to say yes. Um, I love the Eliza Thornberry energy. Get that $5. Thank you. All right. It's very succinct, Rachel. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Uh, looks like everybody is on your side this time, Ariel. Uh, everybody wants you to get $5. Rachel, can you do the part where you take yourself off the screen? Thank you. All right. <laughs> and uh, it looks like everybody wants to give you $5. Uh, there's one more person to ask, Ariel. That is you. What do you think? Should you get $5 for your appearance on the show? Yeah. Any reason? Uh, you know, I'm here. I feel like I, I <laughs> put forth some effort. Uh, those okay. were hard questions, and uh, yeah, I mean, give me give me five dollars. All right, you know what? I tend to agree with you. You get five dollars. Congratulations! Thank you so uh, much for getting five dollars on the show. You're a great contestant. I'm glad you're here. I just got to wrap this up. Shaq, what did you learn from this week's show? <laughs> um, I learned that Ariel is a uh, very honest and open, uh, and I can learn from her. I can learn a little bit about being honest and open with people from Ariel. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it in the future. Instead of lying. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody check us out at 6 Unseemly and all social media and unseemlyquestions.com. A podcast network.